Locked on Boomer in the morning. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour three of the program. We'll do some what you want to talk about coming up. Matty Rose is in for Ryan Pinder this week. Every day this week, a chance for you to win with Wild Rose Brewery. Giving listeners a chance to win a dozen Wild Roses. See what that is like, because a dozen roses is kind of, that's yeah. generally that's the... Lovey-dovey, and here's a kind gift. Is it a Mother's Day thing or a well, Valentine's I just think, Day thing? Could well, it be both? See, but you think the thing is, Matt, that's what it, it shouldn't just be those things. There sh- you shouldn't need an occasion to buy roses that's a for great your point. significant other. You know what? Mm, yesterday, write I it wrote down. it down. Write it down. Write it down. Don't buy things for your significant see, other. Here, <laughs> it's not what I said. Here, what? it's about Wild Rose, because Wild Rose Brewery is the roses, so it's the tie-in with the, the wording. Every day, giving you a chance to win a dozen Wild Roses. A little prize pack from Wild Rose with some beers and a $50 gift card to uh, experience the tap room. Stop by the Wild Rose Brewery Tap Room in the Curry Barracks for some cold beerations and look for their new 100% recyclable can carriers now in store. Love that because as a bit of a craft beer honk, mm. I... Uh, collected quite a few of those i think they're called tetra packs maybe that go on top of your four pack and a lot of them aren't recyclable so you have to bring them back to the brewery oh is that it so they just pile up in your house and you look like a bit of a booze bag yeah well speaking of booze bags uh we go to the phone lines oh and uh are joined by our next guest who uh has some time on his hands now to really feed that uh that swilling Mm. that he loves so much. He is Cam Moon, the radio voice of the Edmonton Oilers on 630 Chad, Good morning, Cameron. Hey, good morning. What's good morning. going on there? Well, not a lot. Um, you know, it's uh, we're just sitting around waiting for waiting for things to happen. Johnny still hasn't signed. Okay. Yeah, no no Gaudreau extensions here. Oh. Uh, but we mm. it, it, now I think you can appreciate a, a four- or five-game series. Happens in a hurry, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, poof, it's gone. Jeez. Did we just start this thing? Yeah, I know. What happened? It was just game one. I could could have sworn we were just playing game two like five days ago. Yeah, it was, Ah. it happens quick. And I don't know, I mean, I'm not, whether or not you expected the Oilers to win or not, I don't think many people were, were picking the Oilers to win. That's neither here nor there. But what did you see out of the Oilers? In this four games, was it, I mean, there, there's empty net goals, and it, it's how it's framed, but did you feel like the Avs were decidedly better? Like, uh, you win in four, it's got to be. I just, I don't, I don't agree with some of the, the narrative coming out that a, a couple saves here or there, and this is a, a 2-2 series. Yeah, I thought Colorado, full marks. Full marks and then some to win four straight. And I thought the Oilers battled hard. They... You've certainly had some things not go their way, and but that's and that doesn't just happen. That happens because the opposition's really good, and they they put the pressure on, and they make plays, and they're you know Kale McCarr, my word, like <laughs> last your, night that was watch your oh. mouth, yeah, watch your mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, there is a precedent has been set. Um, <laughs> McCarr with five points last night that was unbelievable. Like yeah. Uh, 
the the Avalanche completely deserved it. I thought the the Oilers battled. I thought they they threw it all out there. There was it wasn't from lack of effort. I mean, in some cases maybe a lack of execution, but uh, but certainly not effort. And you know had a few guys, and, and no different than any other team in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But it had a few guys that were well less than a hundred percent and just gutted it out and, and tried to do what they could in, in Leon Dreisaitl and Darnell Nurse. And that that made it a little more difficult. Oilers go 11-7 and seven the last two games, I think, to help uh, spread off those minutes on the back end. But, yeah, uh, hey, Avalanche deserved it. They were, they were the favorite going into the series. And after seeing the series, you can absolutely understand why they were. You had some impressive individual performances. Now, when you start going all-time, and I know that the game is different than it was in the 80s and in the 90s and all of that, but when you can start to trot out names like Mario Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky and throw Dreisaitl and McDavid in that category in terms of points in a playoff, uh, in a single playoff, assists in a single playoff, they, they did it in three rounds and only played four games in round three and five games in round two. The, the numbers are, are, are staggering. Do do we appreciate what we just watched in terms of just offensive abilities? And as you said, we know that Dreisaitl wasn't 100%. I, I think people around here certainly did. Uh, this was a team that played pretty high-event hockey in, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I don't know that that's, you know, you see a lot of times you get to playoffs and it's, you know, 2-1, 3-2 games and it's tight and you don't get a lot of opportunity and, for the Edmonton Oilers, quite often there was a lot of opportunity for and against. And the games were exciting. They were fun. But, yeah, I think it, you look at – and it's, it's tough to compare era to era, of course, because the game has changed quite a bit. But, I mean, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl had you know, amazing postseasons. And Dreisaitl had 17 points in, in the second round. Like, that's, that's unbelievable. It was, it was only in five games. Like, that – it's hard to put together those those numbers in today's day and age. Yeah. But you know, Vander Kane played really well. Zach Hyman played really well. You know, those guys with Kane with 13 goals, Hyman with 11, and uh, and I and I I also think that it, it provided great um, experience for for younger players uh, that uh, will bode well down the line. But McDavid and, and Drysaddle, absolutely, they. You could see it's just another another step in their evolution as players. They've continued to get better, and they were able to take it to a different level here in the postseason this year. Matty Rose. Cam, I uh, wanted to ask you about the goaltending situation. Just a thought on the playoffs for Mike Smith as a whole. It's uh, always a bit of a roller coaster when number 41's between the pipes. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it was. And, and last night was was that way too. I, you can never uh, question Mike Smith's uh, desire to, to play, to win, uh, to compete. Um, and, and there's going to be ups and downs with, with his game of which there absolutely you know, was last night. I mean, he goes out to play that pocket hits the referee and, and kind of got things going there in the third period. And that was, that was a big goal at a, at a big time in that game, but I mean that's that's just how, that's how it's going to go. Like there, there's going to be those 
those ups and downs. But I mean, overall, if I look at his body of work over the course of the season, yeah, he was hurt a lot early. He played really good down the stretch. He won his last nine starts going into the playoffs. In the playoffs, I he gave the Oilers you know, good goaltending, I thought. Yeah, there was opportunity or chances that um, – that you go, oh gee, you know, we'd really like to to see a save there, but that I mean, the guy got him to the third round of the playoffs. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. I, I can't uh, criticize him too much because he did that and he found a way, and I think he found a way because he battles so hard and because he he just gets in there and just competes and and he sometimes make makes these amazing saves where it almost looks like road hockey, you know, and it's. Yeah. And then the whole crowd goes crazy and just flying around, making saves however he can. And uh, that part makes it, I think it makes it fun. It's good entertainment. And that's, that's all part of it. But certainly his, he's, a, he's part of the leadership group with this team. Mm-hmm. And, and he throws it all on the line. And, and to me, I, I think that's admirable. And it's neither here nor there, but is he wearing this from the fan base, from the social media horde, or the fact that it was four games and Colorado is just decidedly that good, does, does he get a pass? I'm just wondering, because hockey markets are tough. Who's wearing goat horns? Is it Smith? No, no. I, like, I, at least from what I've been able to uh, research on Twitter, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. of course, is a, you know, a true gauge of everything, as right. we know. Yeah. Uh, it, no, it hasn't been too bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the fact that Colorado is a very good hockey team mm-hmm. um, certainly comes into play. What do you see for the future between the pipes? Because we know Miko Koskinen's not signed, been reported he's expected to go back to the KHL. Mike Smith, one more year. Stuart Skinner was kind of up and down between the Oilers and Bakersfield. Is that a tandem they're comfortable with, or do you expect the Oilers to be searching outside of their own market? Well, I would think your duty uh, as a management team, you would always be, you know, looking unless you were, you know, 100% dialed in with, with what you got. So I, w- I would think that uh, stones will be unturned over the course of the summer. I just, I, I, I can't see how it wouldn't be. And that would be the case for a lot of NHL teams. But could it be Mike Smith and Stuart Skinner next year to start? For sure it could be. If you believe everything you hear, you know, it sounded like the Oilers last summer were, were, you know, at least looking around Darcy Kemper. And then the year before that, uh, Jacob Markstrom. So, but those, those just, those didn't work out for the Oilers. Um, But yeah, I I would think that, you know, things will be looked at. I don't, you know, just off the top of my head, I, I don't know what would be available that you know would be something that would be incredibly interesting. I'm not sure, but yeah, it might very well be Mike Smith and Stuart Skinner to start next season. And Stuart Skinner over the course of this year, at least what I was able to see with my, my own eyes uh, when he was with the Oilers, I thought he played very well, showed good steps in his development. I got to see him play in Bakersfield a couple of times and he played really well there. So every everything with his game is trending in a really good direction. And uh, a Mike Smith that's healthy all year. Uh, and then I know that's 
you know, that's always you know something that has to be considered. That uh, it's much better if he stays healthy the whole season. But that would, I think, you put them together, and and that's something you could start the season with. Yes, Apuljarvi's a polarizing guy. When at least when I talk to Oilers fans, when you hear from them, there's there's a a group that just believes there's there's not a reason to have him in the lineup, and then there's others who look at different numbers who say he's doing so much more than people would believe that he's doing. Fourth overall pick back to 2016. He needs a contract as an RFA. He has arbitration rights. Now, I don't know what kind of a... I don't know what kind of power or leverage he would have in that scenario. 15 goals in 55 going back to last year. This year, 14 goals, 36 in 65. You've watched the entire season of Oilers hockey. What's your synopsis what would be your review on what you see in pool yarvi and what might the oilers be looking at here in terms of a contract you're so right it very polarizing i haven't quite figured out why like it's funny yeah there's a he's an analytic darling uh so mm. there's some that well, hello. yeah well, well uh, yes look it, at me right. look at me <laughs> it's it's amazing, yeah, how polarizing it is. But yeah. over the course of the year, I saw, I, I guess, what you would see in in players that don't have a lot of experience yet um, at the NHL level. I mean, he's getting there. He's starting to put some numbers or some, some years under his belt. But I saw ups and downs. I saw some games where, wow, he's, he's going to the net and, and he's using – uh, his big frame to get in front of the net and creating opportunity that way. I, at times I saw him winning battles behind the goal or in the corner to get the puck to teammates and create opportunity. And, and I also saw some times where, where he struggled. And so it went kind of up and down. It was a little bit inconsistent, if anything. So what does that mean moving ahead as an RFA as far as dollar value goes i i don't know i i i don't know that he's in a position to you know demand um you know a a great big raise but there's also some potential there too with would he be a guy in what you were able yeah i was was gonna say at 24 there'll be teams love young prospects would he be a guy if if Kenny Holland goes in search of a goaltender. Would he be a candidate to possibly be trade bait because of the contract and the arbitration and all of that? Possibly, yeah. Because you're right. Because teams would uh, covet that. He's a younger player that you would think his best years are still ahead, um, and he has shown when he's you know playing at the at the top of his game, you know, huge potential for sure. And he's bigger body. I mean, if you're going to err on the side of potential, you usually like to do that with somebody that can, you know, withstand some abuse in front of the net. Because at times he has been that net front presence on the power play, not a lot, but certainly has some experience in that and has had some success in it too. So, yeah, I guess potentially, I, I certainly couldn't rule that out. Now, I know because of uh, the way the TV thing breaks down, Jack Michaels taking over on the radio broadcasts, and you were uh, you were on patio duty, is that fair? I think afternoons on the patio doing hits. How was the patio party situation in Edmonton the last few weeks? Okay. Well, the, the patio was pretty good. I yeah. wasn't out there a lot. 
now. Like I, they had me doing a lot of things. Um, I did do a couple of, uh, of, you know, appearances from there, but it was strong. <laughs> it was strong out there. Yeah. It was uh, way above average. Let me put it that way. Good looking crowd. Yeah. Too. It's a good looking crowd out here tonight. Uh, great looking crowd. Well, see, and that's good management by, uh, you know, by your bosses, you put people in a spot where they can succeed and you being in with the, uh, the party folk and with the patio people, that's you're right in the belly of the beast where, where you should be smart. I like to make friends. Yep. You're good at it. Yeah. Yeah, you're good at it for sure. The barn was swinging, uh, was swinging. Hey, this was, and I know people in, Cal- people in Calgary don't want to hear it, but it's great for the fans up there to get a bit of some legs. Fans here, you win around a game seven overtime. Goudreau on, you know, scoring against Dallas. Both teams, one more than other, but both teams really had some moments in terms of playoff, memorable moments that people and fans will take with them. And it's been a while since you could say that for either team. Yeah, and this is, and this is why I wanted the two teams to face each other in the second round. So both teams are able to win around. You have that momentum. Uh, one of the two, it will get to the third round. But it's good for our province. It really is. And, and it's good moving forward. I would love to see the Oilers and Flames you know, play more here in the future in the postseason so that both teams are having success. It, it's good for everybody in Alberta. It's, and it makes the, the rivalry better when they face each other not once every you know, 31 years. We can't do that anymore. Come on. Let's, let's keep this thing going. It's, it's the only time fans can drive to the visiting rink. I mean, you could drive to Winnipeg or Vancouver, but that's a long haul. It is. Yeah. It's, it's just three hours. Not that you ever come up here, but you know what I mean. There it is. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. That's a bit of a shot. Well, why would you? Uh, you know what? You totally derailed me. I had a question there. I was going to ask you. You, you kind of got me. Um, yeah. So locker clean out uh, will happen at some point later this week, and then it becomes about uh, the draft and free agency and all that for, for management and fans. will have to decompress a little bit. Now, for you, what – what does your role look like now? Do you get, is it summers off? Is it uh, the summer of cam? Well, it is going to be the, yeah, it will be the summer of cam at some point. Yes. Like, and I try to do that every summer. Um, I'm sure I'll do something. And I did last year uh, leading up to the draft and free agency. And and I fill in uh, on Oilers now from time to time and did through the playoffs, which was fun. Uh, but, yeah, right now I don't know exactly how it's going to look, so we'll see. But you know I will weasel in some football games here. Uh, there's a baseball team down the hill from me that I need to go see a whole bunch. Um, and, you know, I do need to, you know, get out there and, and, and shake hands and, and kiss babies and that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, and, and you're welcome to come up. Like, I, I, I'd love to give you a tour. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that happens. It's weird. I It's yeah, I don't. I don't uh, it's been a while. I'll, I'll just say that it is. It has been a while since I've been up there. That's for sure. You do bring Maddie Rose with you. We'll, we'll have a great time. Yeah. I mean, what could go wrong? But I and you know what? I also hear that, uh, <laughs> that you planes they uh, they fly and they travel and they fly to cities that have baseball teams and and pubs and stuff. I don't know if. Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I, I'll yeah. tell you what. I got some time off coming. And I. Okay. Well. I, I'm looking to, uh, you know, do a little something. something. I've had enough yard work for 
one lifetime. Yeah. I can tell you that. Uh, so before we let you go, Cam, uh, what's in your fridge? We need to know what's in your fridge. For those just oh, for those that are unaware, Cam, uh, as I've said before, he eats like a bird. He kind of picks away at seeds and, and grains. He doesn't eat. Uh, he's he's kind of neurotic that way. Dabbles. He can't. Uh, if you go through the drive-through, he'll maybe have a burger, but no fries and no pop. Maybe a water kind of a thing. He'll allow yeah. himself to maybe have that burger because he fights with that inner. He has that inner struggle and battle with himself. It must be nice. So, kind of your your luxury item is cereal. That's always been your thing. So that mm-hmm. with that in mind, what's in your fridge? Well, and to start with the cereal, right now I am rocking a box of Frosted Flakes, my number one, as you know. Wow. And uh, I got some chocolate Cheerios going. I found if you cut up strawberries and put them with the chocolate Cheerios, that mixes really well. I highly highly recommend it. Are you sitting down and watching Yogi Bear when you're eating this? That's just Nesquik for adults. What the hell are you talking about? Flintstones. Yeah, okay. Flintstones. (laughs) Yabba-dabba-doo. No, I... I, I own some I own some seasons on DVD, so yeah, I do watch Flintstones. I bought that just so I could watch it at lunch. Um, that's how I roll. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I absolutely Listen, do that. I know. You're talking okay, to me. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, and while I got you here, I, I almost yeah. feel like I need to, to confess to this, uh-huh. but last oh, night good. at the game, yeah, this is, I, I, oh my God, the guilt was terrible. Um, and I'm still dealing with it, and that's why I want to talk about it now. Let's talk it I out. Feel yeah. a little bit. Just get yeah, it out. Thank you. Yeah. So they in the playoffs, I was doing some Oilers TV before game and after game, but video scoreboard in the intermissions. And as I was coming back from my location of the of the video scoreboard, I have to walk by back to my normal spot in the press box, but where all the like food is, and I'm and I'm starving. Because, of course, I mean, I haven't eaten for a while, as you know, and I, it's not like I brought anything with me. Like so yeah. my my defenses were, were low, and then, and then I'm starving, and they had they had some greasy wheel. Oh, yeah. And, and I had a piece of the greasy wheel, and, and one of the players not dressed sees me holding this wheel that I'm trying to kind of sneak back to my spot because I really don't want anybody to see me eat this. Right. And he shot me this look of, what the hell? Yeah. And I was like, um, I'm starving. And I like I tried to justify it. I mm-hmm. crushed it like it went down like Tic Tacs, you know, like just <laughs> jing, jing, in, done. Yeah. And, and I just sat there. I was like, what have you done? What have you done? Now, see, terrible. Yeah, most people going to a hockey game and having a slice of pizza, there's there would be no moral conundrum there. No, but, literally zero. But I'm here to tell you, Cam, it's okay. You're you're, you're fine. Thanks. It, it was only one slice, right? You didn't have the whole no. pie. There you go. You're okay. No, no, no. It was, it was one piece, but yeah. I don't know. It just felt wrong after. No, you're fine. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Good All right. Well, it's good to talk. You're gonna get to see your dogs. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll probably pop in there. I don't know. Whenever I'm, I'm good to go. Hey, every time I go back there and the locks haven't been changed, it's a miracle. <laughs> miracle. Yeah, yeah. What was worse? I mean, was it a bigger miracle when you still lived there or now? Because at least there's a bit of a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? You don't, Either or. You don't go full Cam Moon. You don't do it. 
<laughs> one of these days I'm going to go there and it's just going to go, kunk, 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 you know, he's trying to, kunk, kunk, it's yeah. not opening. And you'll oh, be the well, least, yeah. today was the day. Yeah, you'll be the least <laughs> surprised guy in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that right. checks out. Yeah, that makes sense. Moon, Walk right back yeah. to my vehicle and drive right back to Edmonton. <laughs> Good to talk to you, man. Uh, appreciate. Uh, very happy that it's the off season for you, uh, and happy that it happened very quickly. That's good. Four games. That's all you get. Moving on, uh, and let's uh, waste eight days. Yeah, let's, just ask Daryl. Let's stay in touch. Yeah. When uh, Mike Smith signs that three-year extension, we'll get you on. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you, Cam. <laughs> Bye now. Okay. Later. Yeah. There's Cam Moon, radio voice of the Oilers, longtime friend of the show. We will break. You can get your texts in at 960. 960. We'll do some what you want to talk about. And look at Flamestock coming up after 9 o'clock. Harn Ryan Singh. Yes, sir. Hockey night in Canada. Going to join Maddie Rose. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Big game tonight. Big game tonight. Game four, Eastern Conference Final. Six o'clock. Be there. It's on your radio. Right here. Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're locked on Boomer in the morning. Sportsnet 960, the fan. The guest hotline, it's where we talk to the guests. When we have guests, they come on, on they join us on the guest hotline. It's brought to you by Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar, 13-time Consumer Choice Award winner. For every dollar you spend, earn points towards free pizza with their rewards program. Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar, 6060 Memorial Drive, Northeast. Love me a good rewards program. Yeah, you know what? It makes you feel like you're part of the family. It's, yeah. It entices you to want to go back. Want to be a points. regular. Want to collect these points. Yeah. And Spend them. And what are they for? Are they for something you'll never use? No, it's for, for towards pizza. I mean, come on. Who couldn't use pizza? Come on, fellas. Even Mooner's sneaking huh? a slice every once in a while. I know, even that guy. Because he's got restraint. Even for him to let his guard down and smash some... I wonder if it was like some cauliflower pizza or something ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think you'd have that at a hockey Fake. game. It probably Fake would have been pie. maybe some meat lovers or something like that. But yeah, he will be. Uh, he actually texted me. He's going to the gym because he feels uh, even just talking about it now. He's got guilt. Yeah. Well, he'll go sweat it out. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I don't. I don't really live that way, but that's tough. Not many people do. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm I'm on the up other end of the spectrum if i was if you're trying to eat smart Mm -hmm. and you have one piece of pizza the way my mind works i may as well just have the whole thing now waste day yep may as well just have cheat day full send how many pieces are there 12 i'll take all of them eight yeah bring it on i'll just eat the whole thing now because the day is ruined and actually you know what the week's ruined what am i doing tomorrow oh taco tuesday of 100 tacos that sounds great Yeah, yeah waffles for breakfast yeah yep sure sign me up Bacon, right on there. It's very healthy. Very healthy way to do things. Um, congrats to Kyle Connor on winning the Lady Bing. Yeah, wow. Incredible stuff. Uh, so, I mean, what? let's take a look here. 47 goals, 93 points, a lot of game winners. Oof, that's a lot, right? He was fourth in average time on ice for forwards this year and only had four penalty minutes. Holy Dinah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Now, in fairness, I don't see him running around instigating a lot of things. No, he kind of keeps to himself. Yeah. Four pims. That's it. Two trips to the box. Look at some of these uh, 
nominees, voting totals. Austin Matthews, 18 pins in 73 games. That's not a lot. No. That's maybe the odd errant stick somewhere. Mitch Marner, also very gentlemanly, 16. But Kyle Connor with four. I was like Johnny Gaudreau the one year. He only had one, and wasn't it like a stick foul for using the wrong stick or broken twig or something like that the year that he won it? We should all talk to Kyle Connor about how to be better. Maintain, sure, you know, maintain a. Just keep your keep your temperature down. Just be you know? a good, good just, lady Bing. He probably does some breathing exercises. I would think some meditation at night. Yeah, I like meditation. Aums, do some aums. You know, I don't know if a lot of people do the aums. Aums, yeah, you got it. If I think it's kind of stereotypical. It's not meditation. at all. You got to do the aums. A lot of it's pretty quiet. Hmm. Inside your own head and such. So now, and what do we got today? The Clancy? Is it the King Clancy Yeah, today? the King Clancy. And what are we doing that for? Community Is it some, some perseverance? Isn't involved? that the master tip? Well, the, we, I went through this with Pinder, and he was quite... Uh, he was quite... Adamant. Yeah, he was very outspoken about it. The Um, player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice and has made a noteworthy humanitarian contribution to his community. Each NHL team submits a nominee, and then it gets voted on. Right. Pecorine won it most recently. And I feel like it's very... So do you have that one up there? You have... uh... The King Clancy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got it right here. Because I went through this list. No, I guess I could do it here. It's, First really winner a... was Calgary Flames. Is that right? Lanny McDonald. How about that? 87-88. Deserving. I don't know what he did, but deserving. It says here, supporter of numerous charities in Toronto and Calgary. Which, yeah, that checks out. That does check out. Don't you love Lanny? So, Stash. to the player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice and has made a noteworthy humanitarian contribution. So you got to be a leader and you got to give back, right? Yeah, I think that's it. I think you nailed it. Okay. So then the Masterton, I feel like it's, it's... It's perseverance. Is that what it is? That's the one that you give to guys who go through tough years and persevere. Right. And are able to... Well, if that's the case, put together sh- a strong season. I should be up for that thing every year. Look at this place. Yeah, I'm here every day. Usual co-host. And the Phil Hain guys worse. Hey, my back's sore from carrying everybody around here. Got my walking sticks out. No, yep. Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy coming my way. You're the Masterton in my heart. Sportsmanship and dedication to hockey. That's me. Perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. How am I not up for this? Chara Hayes and Carey Price. Come on. It's a joke. I don't want to... Like, I think you have to play some games in the NHL. Like, you don't have to play much. Oh, I thought it was like... No, it's not like a... Like play ah with an A. No, it's not like the Nobel Peace Prize where anybody can... What was that? I'm hip, dog. That was uncomfortable. I got street cred, yo. Stop. What? Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Can I get a what, what? No, you can't. All right, Frankly, fine. we're all out. 
What are we doing tomorrow? What's the day? Wednesday. First chat with Dave Dickinson. That's right. The coach. Coach of the Calgary Stampeders. He's back for another season. He's back. He's back. Very excited to have him on. Great talking with Dave always. Team's going to be good this year. Got a lot of time for Dave. Yeah. You know what? I think he exemplifies perseverance and sportsmanship and dedication. You know what I mean? That's a Masterton type of guy right there. Right? Me and Dave getting screwed over every year for the Masterton. We'll ask him about it. And he's a player. Yeah, oh I've yeah, seen him out yeah. Of, right? He got street cred. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Look out. <laughs> okay, so we've got <laughs> we've got Dave. What? Uh, what else? What? Uh? No, Benny Wags. That's oh, baseball. Yeah. He is the play-by-play. Yep, I know that. Jays thumped the Royals yesterday. Eight Cobb. We'll get him ahead of the uh, matinee. We'll have tomorrow on the stage. Are we doing some day baseball? We got some day ball tomorrow. Mat- nice matinee. Matt Nee. Matt Nee. Last night, uh, Ross Stripling. Five innings, one hit, no runs. Other than that, was really off. That'll no be walks. strips. The uh, Jays combining on a two-hitter. The Royals not having a night. Bo Bichette, two-run shot. Vladdy, solo shot. Espinal, two-run shot. Blam, 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 blam. Eight-nothing final. See ya. Sunday night. See you tomorrow, guys. Alec Manoa did the bump today. He's six and one. The other guy's name is Matt Keller, and he's one and six. He's getting some, uh, is he? Oh, yeah. Manoa, Nestor Cortez. What are they, like 25% through the season? Yeah, it's it's early. It's it's season almost over. (laughs) I think now is really the time to weigh in in on some season-ending awards. I saw the graphics, man. Yeah, I'm not doubting you, dude. I'm not doubting you. Uh, and Verk from St. Diego. Yeah, did I? Oh, yeah, he, he bumped. He didn't just fully pull the plug on us, hey? I didn't. Well, I, I didn't double back. I don't think. Where is the text here? Was this after he called you a big tubby boy or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he's like, "Hey, you bag of milk, <laughs> I'm flying to San Diego. <laughs> you dumpy prick. How about Wednesday instead? Okay, that sounds good. So yeah, Adnan tomorrow." Uh, at the usual time. So that's Maybe good. if you were a little nicer to Adnan, he wouldn't. Well, I don't know. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm nice to everybody. No Masterton's coming my way, but I try my best. I'm doing my best. Um, so that's the big show coming up uh, for you tomorrow. Rammed, full, some reaction from the Eastern Conference Final, and of course, uh, hey, Celtics Warriors Game Three. Is that right? Tis. Wow. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Feel like that wasn't genuine. No, not it wasn't. It's you know what? Actually I actually turned night. I turned on the last game. What's that? What? It's actually tomorrow night. Is it? Yeah. Well, why am I? They where? took two days off. They, yep. Travel day. <sighs> These guys. What the hell? It's the NBA. And then they don't play again until oh, Sunday. Yeah, son of a gun. <laughs> Wednesday. That's why I, I just looked at the report. What are they doing? I mean, I get it. It's loitering. It takes 20 frankly. hours to fly from San Francisco well, I mean, to Boston. A, it's a bit of a haul, I guess, but come on, guys. You're just running and jumping. What are we doing out there? It's not that hard. Can't be that hard. You're tall, tall enough. You can touch the basket. I've watched Steph Curry. Looks like he's hardly even trying. Doing it yeah, does he even sweat? Tunnel. You know what? Here's the thing about Steph Curry. Every, you know, so great. He, only, he doesn't even go 
the full length of the court. He like stops at the three point line and shoots from there. Very rarely does he ever even take it to the rack. That's a really good point. He only plays about 75% of the court. His conditioning should be just fine. He should be able to play tonight. I can't speak for Al Horford, <laughs> you know? Big man gallivanting up and down. Yeah, yeah I, that's a lot of... Draymond needs another day. Getting his steps. Yeah, Draymond, I guess, needs another day. All right, well, don't watch if you're looking for Celtics Warriors. Don't bother tonight. Just dial right in the Lightning Rangers. And then I guess tomorrow, because there's no uh, Western Conference, then all of your focus can be on uh, basketball. Stockton Heat. Oh, yeah. That's not going well. 0-2 hole? Tough, too. Close games. You know, when overtime won, and then you allow the game winner with 17 seconds left in the third period. Mm. Tough. Yeah. Tough, tough, tough. Still in it, though. Two good teams. Did you see Aaron Donald? Line, uh, defensive end for the Rams. See, now... In our business, we hear a lot about restructuring. There's going to be some uh, restructuring going on. It's like, okay, well, where's the boxes? Where? Who? Who's? Who's packing up and leaving? Okay, I'll just grab my headphones. Are, are you going to send me my stuff, or could do I just take it now? They did some restructuring with Aaron Donald. Yeah. So where's he going? He got let go. No, he's staying. Oh, he got a raise actually, and that happens what? sometimes. I think like when you. Uh, when there is restructuring, uh-huh. sometimes people leave, right? Yeah. And then other times, other people flourish. They. It was a, a raise for Aaron Donald. Oh. A $40 million raise. Wow, that's significant, boom. Yeah. Now, granted, the he, he's a freak. He's not a human. I think if you peel back his face, there's, a, there's some sort of a droid underneath. Yeah, a little bit of a cyborg android type of situation there. $65 million guaranteed over the next two highest paid defensive player in the league and deserves, right? Yeah, 100%. Deserves to be. That Rams team is loaded up with defensive talent. That's a team that since moving to LA, I think has kind of captured that fan base. No shortage of cash. Mm-hmm. And when you got an opportunity to keep the best player around, you should probably keep the best player around for at least a little bit longer. Poof. I couldn't get free Spotify. <laughs> That's all I wanted. I just wanted Spotify on my phone and not have to pay for it. And, I mean, that ain't 40 mil. I'll tell you that. So what? Nine bucks a month? Do so much you want to talk about for Calgary Lock and Safe. Do you own a pharmacy? Find out how Calgary Lock and Safe can retrofit your locks. To meet the new mandates, visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Jogging boat. Jogging boat. Yeah, 969.60. Uh, you sound like this is your first day on radio. You ran out of material 13 minutes early. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it's a three-hour show, and we, we talked about the Blue Jays and the NBA and Aaron Donald. It's our bad. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to. Oh, and we were talking about pizza, I guess, with Cam. Sorry. How dare we? Let's talk more about... Um, you want to do off-season lines? Did you know that uh, in terms of players, yeah, the highest number of points, the, the highest point total mm-hmm. without actually getting to a cup final was Doug Gilmore. He had 35 points in 1993. The Leafs, of course, losing and didn't mm-hmm. get to the final. Mm-hmm. Now... 
Connor McDavid with 33, tying with Rick Middleton of the Bruins. Middleton had 33 points in 1983 and didn't get to the final. So it's a bit of a dubious one for sure, but McDavid with 33, and Leon has 32. So those two, those guys are right there in the thick of the highest number of points for a player that hasn't made the cup that year. You want to hear, hear another Interesting hilarious? tidbit, boom. I'm dying for it, yep. A, a Oilers stat? First team in the Stanley Cup playoff history to lose three games in the postseason when scoring five or more goals. It's a lot. That's kind of how they did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you feel like, again, I guess the moral of that story, you score five, you usually win. But to do it that often, rare. Well, how many times do we hear Jay Woodcroft say, we scored six on their starting goalie mm-hmm. or on their tandem. Twice. We should have <laughs> win. Did you know the Rangers are 18-6 and six all time in best of seven series when leading two to one? I didn't know that. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's They've been around since the beginning, so that stat's really relevant. Um, Pinder needs to be the official wave director. He is 100% correct on this. I actually got sent this yesterday. Yeah, I saw this floating around as well. That apparently some people are blaming fans for starting the wave yesterday when the Oilers were up 4-2. to two. Now, Pinder's thing is... I. I can I can't speak for Pinder only he he does it. Uh, there's a certain set of there's a criteria that you need to meet before you can start doing the wave if you're a sports fan you need to be up by a certain number of goals at a certain amount of time left Correct. in the event before you can start that I'm fully on board with that Oiler fans I guess started doing the wave too soon and it cost them the series They were up by 2 and the wave was firing off in the second period What are you doing It was a second period wave Wow. Yeah, it sure was. Hey, because p- there was the early goal in the third, and it was three two. Hey, but a boom, but a bing. Stay in your seat. Yeah, watch the game. That's where I come down on it. Uh, same guy about uh, running out of material. Uh, I like the pizza talk. Who knew we would miss Pinder? Well, you're blocked. Oh, yeah, block party. Oh, there you go. Mean. It's tough. It's a tough, hey, it's a tough world we live in. Inflation, gas prices. You've seen the, have you, have you seen the price of milk? It's through the roof. And I'm blocking people like left, right, and center to beat the band over here. Yeah. So smart mouth, uh, Johnny, you know what he's not doing? He's not winning any prizes. He's not getting any more text read on the radio. He's just going to sit there and listen to us dribble about for. 13 minutes like it's our first day in radio and we've run out of topics so there's that um couldn't stomach listening to anything sports until the oilers were knocked out great to have you guys back in my life i'm so well hey we missed you (laughs) didn't know you were gone but we missed you good to have you back i missed him i knew he was gone thank you for talking cam moon off the ledge you could feel his guilt from here that's great reality radio so He just, it's a calorie thing. Um, it's a, it's, yeah, I guess. Keep the countdown. It just keep the shape perfect. It's like, like many things. When you have a thing, it doesn't make sense. Okay. Right. Yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. So that's, it makes sense because it doesn't yeah. make sense. He's very lean. He's in very good shape. Yeah. He takes he is. very good care for, care of himself. But, 
he will then have a slice of pizza and lose sleep. He talked. He told the story on the radio a while back. He was at the grocery store. He had been on a road trip, came back, stopped at the grocery store before he went home, was starving, and they had pies on a table by the... He bought a, a pumpkin? Was it a pumpkin? Banana cream? He bought a pie and ate the whole thing. And then went into hiding for about two weeks. <laughs> That's what I used to do when I used to get a little bit too lit up at a company work event. Shut her down for a couple weeks. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Smarten up. Um, so can we keep Marty Rose full time in the mornings? It's up, it's up to Marty Rose. You want to do mornings? Sure. You guys got more money? Well, you sound you sound lit up for it for sure. I'm that's, excited, yeah. That's the enthusiasm we're looking for when trying to bring people on board. I guess. Well, I guess, is it more money? That's what we're after. Well, I don't know. Like, what What would you want for the ideal answer there? Yes, Boom, I would love to. Yeah, actually, that oh. would be... Yeah, I'd love to. That would be kind of hmm. the enthusiasm, yeah. I like that you... Do you have more money? <sighs> I, I like the look that you've gone with. Do you realize you are doing the headphones over... The hood? The hood. Yeah, I do. Maddie's got the hoodie on today, the bunny hug, for those of you joining us to the east. And repping the alma mater has his headphones over top of the hood, which is on. It's it's you know it's a people, vibe. I think people know, right? What people know what it, to say that you have your hood up. They yeah. know they can envision what you look like, and then you have your headphones over top of the hood. It's a look. Did you know you were doing it, or was it just yeah, kind no, of a subconscious thing? I That's good. What are we at? Twenty one and a half in here right now, temperature wise. A little chilly. Wanted to put the hood up. Plus, my hair looks terrible because I took my hat off and I went for a stroll, so I put the hood up. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. Everything serves a purpose, boom. I'm aware of that. In my brain. It might not make sense to everybody else up here. So how about if, you know, we got to get out because you got Harn Ryan. He's going to have a, he, unlike us, is going to have a schedule that he needs to stick to. He's a professional. He's with Hockey Night in Canada. Don't we have him, like, right, like, right away? Yeah. And we All got, right, well, uh, I got to shut up. Tell me to shut up. Shut up. What you want to talk about brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. Operate your locks with the touch of your phone. Upgrade to smart locks with Calgary Lock and Safe. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Have a great Tuesday. See you tomorrow, buddies.